When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everyone? Good morning. Welcome back to another edition of the show. It's episode 370, and it's February 22nd, 2023. And, man, I'm excited about today's guest. Um, he's a true freshman. Well, he's redshirting out of Arizona State University. One of the famed Eloy boys from Eloy, Arizona. It's Emilio Isaguera, Arizona State Sun Devil. Emilio, how you doing today? Pretty good. You know, just uh, getting off to a normal Arizona State you know, student-athlete schedule, you know, just got done with a lift and got to do a little bit of homework, you know, go to a class that I have and hit practice and work out and, you know, just the norm day. Yeah, right on. Uh, man, we got we got a hard 30 minutes here, but I want to cover as much as we can. And I know I, I've talked with you about probably a lot of these topics, but, you know, it's the first time kind of getting these things out in front of people. And I guess a couple things about you. You just had a huge win. Uh, I think Brock Hardy was number four at the time. You just knocked him off. Um more interesting to me is is the Eloy Boys. Um, it's a film we're working on. It's coming to come out in April. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, uh, so just right down the down the pipe pretty soon. And it's about you and a group of guys from Eloy, Arizona, an hour south of Phoenix, growing up training, um, watermelon farming. Uh, you know, do, doing some hard things, but a really really cool story and an interesting. Like I don't know, there was ten, twelve, fifteen, fifteen guys, a couple girls at times sprinkled in, but. You guys would just train together, live together, eat together, play together, like all day. At least this was over the summer in in, in, um, in July. But like, you know, how'd you get introduced to wrestling? What was your introduction to wrestling like? How old were you? Man, I was like four years old when, uh, you know, I was taking shots on my dad at the trailer, you know, that we used to live in, taking shots on him on carpet, you know, he put socks on my knees and you know, I just take shots and do little halves and chicken wings and all that simple, basic wrestling moves, you know, on him. And, you know, I started competing at like, you know, at like four two, you know, like I had to be, I think like six, but, uh, you know, it's kind of let it play out and said I was six when I was four years old, but, you know, it led to good things, you know, and it was, it's been a family tradition forever. My dad's side of the family has, Every single one of them wrestled, and every single one of them was, you know, looking to be the next state champ, the next four-timer. You know, we've had some very good wrestlers come out of our family from my dad's side. So it's been it's been in the family for a while, and I just knew that's what I wanted to do. You know, I wanted to pursue it. So here I am now pursuing what I've always said I wanted to pursue. So Yeah, it's really awesome. Uh, describe to me, you know, or, or to anyone who's watching, maybe, what's Eloy, Arizona like? Describe Eloy. Eloy, you know, hood, tough, you know, just all a small town, fighting, there's a lot of people are involved in, you know, not so good things, you know, that's why it's just just a different environment than what most people are used to, you know, most people in the 
on the East Coast, you know, even the Midwest, you know, they're a lot of them are not used to what the environment Eloy brings, you know. So just a different environment, and that's where I that's where I come from, and that's why I am who I am because you know where I'm from. You know, I'm just just built different. You know, we're just built different. Hey, yeah. Uh, so you're four years old, taking you know you're in the trailer taking shots on on the carpet with your dad and learning chicken wings, and you lied. Said you were six, but you're really four, and you and you went and wrestled. Tell me about like the progression, because you and your dad are in the trailer, and then there's a whole cast of characters that, from the time I went there last summer. But I think you and Izzy Barra Senior and Junior, right? There was like these two families, and maybe there was the Juanajuatos were in there before. But like, how did this come to be? And I think you were then training on a mat in the backyard, and then you were in Izzy's garage or. Kind of walk me yeah. through the, the training setups. Yeah, so, you know, I obviously was trained with my dad. and You know, it's just me and my dad, you know, my little brother. But, you know, my little brother now, he's way bigger than me. You know, he's about to he's about to run the country pretty soon in high school, you know. And he was a fat little kid, so he really didn't, didn't uh, you know, wrestle, you know. He just ate potatoes on the couch. And it was just me and my dad in the carpet and the trailer. And then we moved to my Theo Abram, his backyard, you know, who's my childhood coach forever and helped me pursue lots and lots of you know wrestling goals that I've wanted and you know he's a big part of my life and uh, we went to the back of his yard this green old raggedy mat had like pieces of mat coming out of it you know just when you shoot to scrape up your knees and just wasn't fun but you know that's, that's the only thing we had so that's what we had to live with you know and every day we we're back there you know working on stuff you know just trying to perfect what our craft and that, you know, it was me at the time being Christian Davis came along. We had like two other ones, you know, Christian's brother and Christian's sister. And it was just us back there grinding every time. And, you know, after like two, three years, two years, then we moved to my house and we put those same mats in the back. But then we finally, you know, we came up, finally came up and got some better mats from, you know, Christian's dad, who was a, boxer you know MMA fighter so he gave us some mats you know they weren't too big they're still a little old but better than that green mat that you know used to cut us up all the time you know so then we moved there that's when Izzy we brought little Izzy along and you know uh big Izzy was up in North Dakota working you know trying to provide for his family you know doing everything he can so and my dad was down here so brought little Izzy along and big Izzy you know he just moved down and the twins, you know, and we all came together in the back of my house and Rogelio, you know, they all came together and then we moved to Izzy's garage. And that's when majority, like, that's when, like, all of us came more of a family, you know, and the one want those, like, my seventh grade year, you know, Davion, just this little kid, you know, tough, super tough, you know, and fast, quick, and just didn't give up. And, you know, my dad was just like, hey, you know, come train with us and, back of the yard so he came to the back of the yard and his brothers just followed and ever since then they've been with us you know then those are my brothers not by blood but you know by loyalty and love those are my brothers so Izzy, the Juanwatos, Christian, uh, the twins you know those are those, we've been through some time together so we went from trailer, my deals, backyard, my house, Izzy's garage for a long time, super hot, super hot in there. And then 
to the shop. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. We actually were at the shop before too, like before we moved or after we moved to Matthew's house. And uh, uh-huh. at that time, it was still used to like for the fields, you know, like everyone would bring the tractors and they'll fix them. So our man would just keep getting all oily and messed up. So we'd be practicing on oil and stuff, you know, it was crazy. And uh, so then we finally moved to the back of our yard and that's when, that's when it just all took off from there. You know, sure. Now we're back at the shop. Glad that, you know, we have our own space and it's just fun, you know. Absolutely. So. Um, I got a couple of videos that I took on this, on this trip oh. and we'll play the first one. And it's, it's, it's at Izzy's garage, right? Not, not this one, um, Nico, but I think 995 would be the one where we're, it's uh, this, where they used to train. And it's basically, it's from Izzy's, yeah, this is it. Let her, just let it rip, Nico. And um, just tell me, like, what you remember when you see this, right? This is Izzy's house across the street from you. Oh, hang on a second. So we're yeah. going to give this to you. Um, but basically, you know, what do you remember about training at, at Izzy's house? Man, you know, definitely, like, a lot of memories, you know, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in that garage. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy to go back and just look at it on camera, you know, because I've, I've been there, done all that, just to see it, like, being filmed. You know, it's just crazy because it's been a lot of work put into to that garage, you know, a lot of blood, a lot of sweat, a lot of tears. A lot of ups and a lot of downs. It's crazy. Yeah. You, you know, during, garage, people were scared of that garage. You were scared of the garage. People were scared of that garage too. You know, it was, it was just different. Yeah. You know, thinking about kids coming up and wrestling from all different walks of life. And a lot of times you see these, these kids who their dads train them and train them hard and you're kind of on them and the kids, the kids burn out or they resent their dad or they just, they start to dislike wrestling, but that doesn't ever yeah. seem like that was the case with you. Is that, say, is that accurate? Or were there times? Yeah, yeah. You know, when I was, when I was younger my dad, you know, he kind of like, he, he was, he did push me a lot, you know, and I kind of found interest in other sports like baseball and football too, you know? So I quit wrestling when I was about, not even too sure, maybe like 10 and, uh, but, you know, as I came back, you know, he just started learning more as an adult, you know, raising me. And uh, I just started to love it. And when I started to love it, you know, it was it just got so much more easier for me, so much more easier for him. You know, he didn't have to didn't really have to push me when I was 13 years old and up. You know, I was I just knew what I had to do and I knew what I wanted. So I, had, I did it on my own. But he was all obviously there, you know, running me through what I needed to be ran through and workouts, you know, eating right, you know, supplements, all that type of stuff. So he's always been there, you know, and he, he was just he was just a great father to me. And uh, yeah, you know, I can't thank him enough for doing what he's did for me and for everyone else, you know. You know, I think the first day we were with you guys, Izzy <laughs> says, uh something about breaking the cycle. And it took me a minute to understand what he, you know, and he really spelled it out. Can you explain to me what breaking the cycle is and when you realize that that's kind of the goal with what you guys are doing? Yeah, you know, the cycle in Eloy was just, you know, win a state title, win four state titles, win one, two, three, four state titles. And, uh, you know, just go work at a local business that's around the area, you know, whether it's in Eloy, Cash Grant, you know, Blue Beacon, you know, uh, 
truck wash, you know, all that type of stuff. And that was a cycle that everyone followed in, even still to this day. It's not bad, you know, but like that was just a cycle that we wanted to break, you know, like when you can just, we had so much talent, you can go and take them talent somewhere else and, you know, be coming out really wealthy, you know, from college with a college degree and, you know, just give yourself a chance. And that's what I wanted to do, you know. I've always wanted to break a cycle, go to college, you know, get a degree, wrestle, and, you know, just show younger people and, you know, the people in either way that it's possible and you can do it, you know. And uh, now that I've did it, you know, now I've got my little cousins, my brother, you know, all my other little brothers and my little sister, you know, and everyone just thinking that, like, yeah, now college is like a thing for them, you know. It's not even like, oh, I just want to go work, you know. No, now it's like I'm going to college, you know. So just that that was like the cycle that I wanted to break in. I think I broke it for those who've been around me and those who support me, you know, so. When did you realize, you're like, oh, wow, I'm not just doing shots on the carpet and training in this backyard to, to win a state title, but, like, there is a bigger vision. Was it at 4, 6, 10, 15? Like, when did you kind of understand that? See, I think I was about, I just turned 16 when I won my second state title in Arizona. You know, it was, uh, it was easy. Not to put anyone down or anything, but it was just easy. And, you know, I was doing all this work and I was looking, I remember I used to look at full wrestling and seeing these guys, you know, like, man, number one guys in the country, you know, top 10 guys, you know, just wrestling and getting all this, you know, fame and stuff on full wrestling. And it's like, man, I want to be on full wrestling. Like, I want to do this, you know, I want to win Super Fargo. I want to win Super 32, you know, I want to go to these tournaments. So, and I was just like, you know, then I came and I told my dad, I was like, because that time Valiant, you know, I was supposed to go to Valiant freshman year. But, you know, I just wanted to stay and, you know, just stay in my hometown. But sophomore year, I was like, you know, dad, I'm going to Valiant. You know, I got to, I want more. I don't just want state titles, you know. Like, I would have been a four, I would have been a four-time state champion in Arizona, you know. But just wasn't, I don't think it attributed to what I had, like, goal-wise, you know, it was just, I wanted to do so much bigger things and just win four state titles. And I needed, and I knew I needed to get out and give myself that chance. You know, I, I needed to get uncomfortable and I moved to Valiant and uh, the rest was history from there. So. Yeah. Um, I got one more clip I want to play real quick. Um, this is down at the canal. So like we, we get to hanging out with you guys all day and you go swim at the canal and whenever you're ready, Nico, we can, we can clip this over. What happened? <laughs> camera on this fell in right now. <laughs> you remember this? Save the camera You guys are just like, is there stuff all right? This, it was, this was the in between training sessions. You guys would like train and then go to somebody's house and we'd all eat. And it's a hundred and freaking seventeen yeah. degrees out or something. Everything okay? Just my feet. Yeah. There's your dad. <laughs> Down there. Oh. <laughs> Describe the bond between you guys. Yeah, you know, we, we all have a really tight bond. It's crazy. You know, there's like like those guys, you know, to me, they're the loyalest people I have on my side. Like to the bone. I can call any one of those guys right now and say Hey man, you know, like 
someone is talking crap right now, you know, uh, let's go to their house or something. And 100% they're going to show up, you know, and they're going to be like, all right, let's go, let's go. You know, that, that's like the kind of loyalty they have to be, the bond you have, you know, we're just so tight. We grew up together. Yeah. You know, they trust me, I trust them. And uh, we just, our bond is, so it's unbreakable for all of us. So it's pretty cool. It's really cool. Yeah, this is, uh, I've worked on a lot of different film projects over the years, but never one quite like this. So I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, I'm super excited for this, dude. It's yeah, fun. yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. We got one of our best editors on it too, which I'm which I'm excited about. But uh, okay, to to the Valiant thing. So Valiant Prep, it's a wrestling school, right? For I guess for those who don't know, right? There's about 75 students and 72 of you guys wrestle, and the other ones, brothers or sisters, wrestle. Describe a typical day at, at Valiant and what it's like. What are classes are 10 people, 15 or yeah, you know, some classes not even that much, but uh, you know, it's just we go to school seven forty-five, some yeah, seven forty-five I think, and we get out at like what well, we used to get out at one fifteen and practice one thirty to three thirty, but now they get out at twelve <laughs> nice. practice from twelve to one thirty, you know, because they split the groups middle school and high school. So, but you know, it's just. You know, the classes, the education was obviously good. It's a private school, you know, so it's always good. And uh, I was struggling when I first went, I was struggling academically, which I never had before. But, you know, like months into the thing, you know, the teachers there are great. Everyone there is great. So I was able to get help and, you know, really catch up to what I needed to catch up with. And, yeah, it was just it was just a good deal all, all around. So Yeah, heck yeah. I mean, you got Angel, Angel Cejudo and – and Eric that's, Larkin, I'm, and, and a school that's – and they are very much focused on academics. That's one thing I realized that I learned when I was down there, um, but also very focused on wrestling and all, the, all these amazing resources. Um, tell me about the, the, the college decision, deciding on where to go, how hard that was. You know, I know you had a few different options. Yeah, that, that was probably one of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make in my life, like – still to this day it was just man so stressful and and uh yeah just stressful and all around just hard you know it was it was, it was, it was an uncomfortable position but it was a good it was a it was a position that like you want to be in as an athlete but then again it's like man this is super hard and you don't want to like you know tell coaches no you don't want to say hey i'm not going or Hey, this, hey, that, you know, or this, because, you know, you, you kind of build a relationship with coaches while you're, while they're recruiting, you know, so you kind of build some relationships and stuff. And it was just, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to tell coaches no, you know, but I had to do what I wanted to do and, you know, what I felt in my heart would get me to where I wanted to be. So, you know, and all of the schools, you know, they're, they're great, you know, there's just, Ever since I was a little kid, Arizona State's just been literally has been a dream of mine to come and wrestle here, you know, and and chase my goals here. And, you know, I just forgot about that along the way. And, you know, just one night I remember I was laying down and you know, put my head on the pillow and I remember like, man, I remember when I was little, I was always all swagged out in ASU gear, you know, just Arizona State wrestling gear, like all that stuff. And, you know, I just remember like waking my head up in the middle of the night and like I oh, man I'm going to Arizona State you know like that's where I'm going to be you know and woke up next morning and told my dad my mom hey 
oh, I think I've decided where I wanted to go. I think I'm going to ASU. And, you know, they're just, you know, they're just happy because and it's been a goal of mine forever, you know, and I don't know if there's been a person in ELO to do something like this. So it's been great. And that was, that was like the ultimate decider right there is just chasing my goals and what I felt would be best for me. And I thought that this place was the place. So here I am now. Yeah. Um, how many, I, you know, I know, uh, was it, was it date one of the Guanajuatos went to SIUE? I know one, yeah. a couple, and, uh, so, and, and there's a couple who have committed since, right? Another Guanajuato and, uh, I yeah. believe a couple so, other guys who, who, what are talking about Dave the Elo boys? Dave Young went to SIUE, another division one. Derek went to, is going to UNC, you know, another division one. Daniel is getting ready on the verse to commit to division one and Faustino also, you know, so they're going to commit, I think March, April. So pretty soon, you know, that's four five division one guys just out of the Eloy boys garage, you know, the shop in Eloy. Oh, that's, that's unheard of. You know, my dad is obviously did something right with us to produce four or five division one guys or five college level guys, you know, so it's just been great, you know? Yeah. Freaking amazing. It really is. Um, and let's kind of get to this season, right? You, you redshirted. I was there at a practice, uh, gosh, or early in the fall. Yeah. It wasn't going well, right? As as is normal for for college freshmen. Um, we'll talk first. Talk about you know getting adjusted to college wrestling and you know maybe not being the big fish anymore. Yeah, you know it was. You know, obviously, as a freshman, you you go through those hardships and you know you go through those tough times. You know, I'm not saying that I'm not still going through those, but you know. You know, obviously everyone has those tough times, you know, and as a, being a freshman, you know, I had to really be headstrong because it was a different atmosphere, you know, being in the room with guys like Jesse and Parco and McGee and, you know, all these guys, veteran guys, you know, all Americans that know what they're doing, you know, and there's me just, no, I'm not the big, not the big fish in the pond anymore, you know, so I have to kind of, I have to be really headstrong and I have to, and I have to figure things out. You know, I have to take some time and really dial in and figure things out and what I wanted to be and what I wanted to do to, you know, just be able to do what I want to do. And you know, through the season, you know, at the beginning, it was hard. It was definitely hard, you know, but as the time started going on, I started catching the hang of it, you know, starting the hang of it. And, and I just started turning a corner uh, mentally, physically, you know, with wrestling, and now I'm just, I feel, I feel great, you know, I feel ready, but was a see, you know. Yeah, so big win over, over Brock Hardy last weekend. Did you wrestle him earlier in the year? Did I hear that? Maybe at Vegas or something? No, uh, no. Jesse wrestled him. Oh, okay, got it. Um, so the new rule, freshmen or red shirts can wrestle yeah. five times without burning their red shirt. How many times did you have you were you exerted into the lineup? Twice. I I was put in the lineup Thursday of last week and uh, wrestled Cal State Bakersfield kid, you know, got a major decision there at home. So, you know, that was that was great. You know, I got to wrestle at home in front of a home crowd and you know, stuff like that. So got my first up there. And then, you know, uh, it's like, hey, you're traveling with us to Nebraska. And, you know, everyone knows. You know, the top 
top guys in the nation, you know who they are. You know what I mean? Like, so um, there I am traveling in Nebraska and, uh, yeah, you know, we get there and I still don't even know if I'm wrestling because there's this other kid, you know, Cody, who, who's wrestling and, uh, who's there actually with us. So I was like, you know, I'm not too sure, you know, but obviously I want to compete, you know, I want to test myself to see who I really am against these top guys. And I knew Brock Hardy was there, you know, and I was like, man, this dude, you know, he can win national title, he's a contender, he's number four, and I want to see where I'm at. And, uh, you know, it's Saturday night, little Sunday at noon, and uh, we just got done working out, and, you know, everyone's just hanging out and see cause. He's like, Emilio, you know, and Coach Fringe right there, Coach Thompson right there. He's like, uh, we're thinking about wrestling. Uh, and he says, we're thinking about wrestling, you know, Cody, this other guy. And I'm like, and he's like, what do you think? And I'm like, and, you know, uh, I, what, what do I, you know, I, I want to compete. You know, like, I don't, I don't want to come on this trip not to wrestle, you know. That's what I think. And he's like, sweet. That's what I wanted to hear. I wanted you to convince me. And I was like, there we go. I'm just showtime now. And he was like, you know, you're the man and you're going to go. And I was like, yep. So then I wrestled that duel and, you know, I upset number four guy in the country in front of his hometown. You know, it was, it was, it was a great moment, you know, but uh, we move on, you know, and uh, got, got things to win, got things I want to do. So that's just a, a, you know, just a stone, a stepping stone in the process you know so that's just one of many so that's that's it yeah uh you're ready to move on i i i want to go to the match itself though just kind of walk me through i didn't see it but i was there a cradle early or kind of walk yeah. me through this match <laughs> yes you know so uh the beginning of the period you know you know i'm on the stage and just kind of soaking it in you know i'm a freshman i got nothing to lose you know what i mean and that's kind of been my mentality now you know and that's what me made me turn a corner and uh, you know i'm just walking on stage and boom we shake hands you know i do a little shot off the whistle you know like and when i did that shot off the whistle i'm like you know this guy is not he's not what you know i thought he was gonna be you know and i was like all right cool now we got something and boom you know we're wrestling and uh he does he has like this little weird nice little snap drop to the leg thing and i just couldn't get it couldn't figure it out and he uh, he hits me with that boom at the beginning of the period, boom. And uh, actually, at first, I hit him with a shot. And then, you know, I recover. And then he hits me with that. And, you know, he gets my right leg. And, you know, and I'm, I have really good defense when you get to my legs. You know, I I believe I have some some great defense when you get on my right leg, my left leg, when you get double. So he gets in on my right leg. And, you know, I'm good there. I squat, sit his corner, you know, I'm – thinking about scoring the two, you know, because I can hook his ankle and I can easily scoot around and score. But then I see him pop his head up and I'm like, yo, he's going, he's going. So I try to do it at first and he kind of stops it. And I knew when I hit that ankle and I sit more, he was going to really exaggerate that head because he didn't want to get cradled. So when he did that, he let him pop his head up and boom, hit him to the cradle and put him on his back for six. And after that, it was, I was like, when you give me a six point lead like that, you're not, my confidence is just too much. You're not going to come back and beat me. You know what I mean? So, and then a second period comes and uh, he escapes whatever. And then he takes me down, actually. He takes me down. And I escape, you know, and he's, he's really going to top. And I escape. So now I'm like, oh, yeah, it's over, you know. And 
second period comes and I think he chooses down and and he uh he escapes and we're wrestling, whatever wrestling and he almost takes me down. I believe it's the second, maybe the first, maybe the end of the first, but one of those and gets another shot, you know, I'm split, I do splits, you know, we're wrestling and he almost takes me down, you know, but uh, I didn't give it up. No, I wanted I wanted I wanted to win so bad I wasn't gonna give anything up. So and then that happens and then in the third, in the third, you know, uh I go down and uh I remember Coach Frank before the match is like, you know, we gotta every time you're on your we just gotta get to our feet. That's it. Just get to your feet, keep getting to your feet. He was exaggerating, like keep getting to your feet, keep getting to your feet. So and uh I just remembered that. So I was, you know, I got he kinda like brought me down at first, you know, kind of bring me like in a Claw position, trying to put a leg in. So, and then kind of slipped the leg out, stood up, and he tried to put a leg in again, but I caught it, uh, reached back, a wizard, and kind of and reversed him there. And ever since then, now I kind of knew it was over because I felt I felt him snap. You know, I felt him break because I was really putting a hard ride on, and I rode him out the whole third period. You know, I had a minute and something of riding time. So, and that was the match. It was great. It was fun. It's definitely fun. <laughs> I bet. Did you? What did you learn about yourself in that match? I learned a lot. You know, I learned I could be anybody in the country. You know, no matter what. You know, and I don't even cut weight like that for one forty-one. You know, imagine if now I'm just thinking like, man, dude, you know, do I want to put some lean muscle on? You know, get big and you know, be a solid forty-oneer. You know what I mean? And but, you know, I don't know. I just learned that no matter what, you know, I just believe. That's the biggest thing is I believe in myself no matter where I'm at, no matter what I do. I just have com- so much confidence in myself and my abilities. When I wrestle that, I just, it just comes natural to me. Awesome. But I've definitely learned that I compete anybody. So. <laughs> Dude, it's gonna be it's gonna be a blast to watch you, you know, yes. next year and, and the years beyond. And and if you continue to want to do it beyond college, um, man. And I wish we had more time. Unfortunately, we we got a heart out here on the hour, so we're gonna kind of have to wrap this up. But man, it's been a it's been a really good time catching up with you and talking again. And oh. and let's we'll get you back on uh, when the when the film comes out this this spring. So um, yeah. I'm- Looking forward to it. Yeah, cool. Tell tell everybody back home. I said hi. Say tell, say hi to your dad. And uh, yeah, good luck, man. Congratulations. Thank you, Bader. Appreciate right. you. Have a good day. Thank you, Emilio. Yeah. Have a good one. All right, folks. And that's going to do it for today's show. Uh, had a blast spending time with these guys over the summer and catching up again today with Emilio Isagari. Um, had a big win over a top five opponent this this week. Uh, it's great. Uh, the Eloy Boys. Our film will come out in April. So check out. Be on the lookout for that. Um, But that's it. Until next time, I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.